millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bing bong, bing bong. Wow, that's new. Yeah, I thought I'd change it up. It's Easter. I've had lots of chocolate. Well, we had a week off and you've spent that entire time just getting ready for this very moment. I have. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Said, I'm happy to, to be here. To me, James, I've got a big new theme <laughs> to unveil. I have. It's very exciting. Hello. Welcome to Suggestible Podcast. My name is Claire Totti. James is here also. Hello. It's James Clement. That's right. Otherwise known as Mr. Sunday Poovies. <laughs> what? Got him. She's back, baby. I have heard that before, probably more than once. Oh, I thought I was being funny. No, no, it's still funny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's that, and I get a lot of people on our review that we did of Ghostbusters 2016 being like, I can't believe that you said Ghostbusters 2 wasn't as good as Ghostbusters 2016. Oh, my God, you don't even know anything about Ghostbusters. Oh, mate. You're and real... that's maybe true, <laughs> but I'm right. Anyway, Claire, you what are we You know more doing? than me. <laughs> Which wouldn't be hard. Ghostbusters. That's the theme song, isn't it? That's right. Ghostbusters. I'm a ghost and I like to bust. Or busk <laughs> on the street. Woo. Woo. Uh, Ghostbusters. Anyway, I'm sorry we weren't around last week. I had a weird fever. It you was did. Not fun. You was you yeah, you you're a bit crook. Uh not not yeah. COVID. Which is a, that's the Feel the need to say that you every do, time. You do, don't you? It's it wasn't like, COVID. It was just another weird bug. It's a thing that happened. And yeah. it was not fun, especially for me, but mostly for you. Yeah, even more, more so for me. Correct. That's right. I lay exactly. around like a lady of leisure. But look, we're not here to complain about how Claire is failing as a wife and mother. <laughs> we're here to discuss things. <laughs> we're certainly that not. We're here to tell her how wonderful she is That's and right. how amazing. We're here to discuss things that we've watched, read, or listened to. Claire, do you have a book or movie or anything that you want to talk about I this certainly week? certainly do. I'm so excited. Okay. This time, this episode is a tale of two Marthas, James. Oh my God. I know. I've got two different Marthas to recommend. Why did you say that name? <laughs> What's wrong with the name? Why did you say that name? It's from um it's from Batman v Superman. Oh. Because it turns out that Superman's mother's name is Martha. No. And Batman's ma- na- mother's name, guess what? Martha. Also Martha. What? And that's a big turning point. The crux of that wow. movie is when Batman's gonna stab Superman with a big kryptonite spear. And Superman goes, save Martha. And he goes, what did you say that name? It's uh, it's it's really funny. It's, it's like it's supposed to be like, like dramatic and, and like, like and, and they find like there's a connection where Batman realizes like, oh my god, just like me, he's got a mother. But it's really just like <laughs> this is a strange scene. That's so weird. And yeah. why would the writers make their mothers both called Martha? Well, they both. And why does that mean that they would like each other more? Clearly, they both had mothers. Because everyone has because a mother. Batman wasn't recognizing the humanity in Superman. He was like, he's an alien, and if there's a one percent chance that he could destroy the planet, I gotta stab this guy with a kryptonite so, spear. Hang on, hang on. Pause. Is Martha the alien mother or the regular Earth no, mother? No, why would his alien mother be called Martha? <laughs> I don't know. What's her name? Minkleton. Oh my god, that's a great question. What is I, her I actually know her. Name? His father's is... name's Kal-El, and her name is. Well, isn't this just always the way? Yeah. The women don't even get a bloody name. To be, to be and you know to... Kal-El, and he's always showing up in a cave. Is she getting to show up in the cave? Sometimes. No. Inequality. Okay. 
She did Good. get to show up in the Superman sequels because Marlon Brando got written out of them. So they just went, who else do we have? Uh, okay. Well, the woman that doesn't have a name apparently. Exactly. I woman. thought you knew everything about Superman Superman X. Lara. I did know that. Her name's what? Lara. That's Lara. like a regular name. He gets a school space name. So she name. could be called Martha? Yeah, but Martha's not a space name, is it? Oh, I guess Lara's a, Lara, like Lara Croft. What did you say that name? <laughs> well. You should watch Batman vs. Superman one I know day. I have to. Now that I've like opened up this can of worms of Martha's. It goes for four hours. But I don't yeah. know if I'm Arthur or Martha now. Mm. Mm. Arthur Curry. Aquaman's real name. Anyway. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not. Would you laugh if I did? That would be I would really be very weird surprised. I very, don't really remember anything. It is strange, <laughs> though, when, when you look at, like, Jason Momoa is Aquaman and you're like, his name in the movie is Arthur. Like, it doesn't fit. <laughs> God, it's almost like these movies are dumb. What? <laughs> what did you say? That's it. Come at me. What did you say? That? I'm sick of them. I said it to you in the kitchen you did, and you were yeah. like, don't say that to anyone on the internet because it's our job. But no, no. I, you asked me if I'd seen the Thor movie. No, I, yeah, and I, I said, was like, see, I can't even remember. You said that because we had the, the Thor trailers this week. And I liked Thor Ragnarok. And even then, I just can't be doing it anymore. I feel like there are more pressing things. I need to listen to more depressing I things. I understand. you got to listen to pressing things about the climate or whatever Correct, you do. Correct, exactly. Yeah. Listen and it, to the daily anyways, podcast. What's, what's that thing? All right, so the two Marthas. Martha so the tale of two Marthas. The first Martha is a Martha called Martha Marlowe, which okay. I also like the alliteration of her name. It's great. Good. I went to see her in concert. I did tell you about her briefly. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, I found her through an Instagram ad. There you go. Really? Just, I know. Oh, and my God, it sometimes works. Sometimes it really does serve you excellent things that you really would be into. It's true. And she's, she is just magical as an artist. She's a little like Joni Mitchell. Yeah. And she's just fascinating. So her debut album is called Medicine Man. It's on Spotify, so you can and you can also purchase it directly through her yeah, website. Do that. It's it's got widespread critical acclaim. It's been nominated for an Aria Award, an Australian Music Prize Award, an Australian Women in Music Award oh, as well. Good. It's got all original compositions. She's also a visual artist as well. So her music and her art are really interlinked. She paints landscapes. What kind of landscapes? Now, moody ones. Oh, moody, spooky ones. Like, Things, yes. Anyway, so she recorded this particular album with a 17-piece string ensemble led by Veronique Sedet and conducted by Daniel Denholm, who, all of whom are really incredible producers of the likes of Tim Minchin, Megan Washington and Fronte. So ah. she just – she comes from a long line of musicians as well. Her dad is a very Did famous – you say Fronte or Fronte? Fronte. Is it Fronte? Fronte, isn't it? Fronte. The, yeah, I thought I said Fronte. Terrific. Lyric- Why did you say that name? <laughs> Why did you say that name? Sorry, go on. I said it because I like the name Martha. That's true. Not more though. That's for another day. Anyway, what I loved about it is that her voice is so ethereal and Mm. she as a person is very ethereal. She's got a really interesting backstory. She lives with a rare autoimmune condition and she also has bilateral telopase. What's that? Which it means that she has difficulty walking and she was born with a club foot. Okay, right, right. So she lives with a lot of chronic pain which actually – means that her art is kind of her way of almost existing in the world. She lives in her oh. head a lot. She spends a lot of time in her studio um, in her family home where she just kind of absorbs herself in jazz and paints and writes and and she's done a lot of songwriting workshops because her songwriting is really complex. The lyrics are incredibly beautiful and are inspired by one of my favourite poets, Mary Oliver, among others like Walt Whitman. And in concert, she was just mesmerizing. She can't play the guitar at the moment because of her illness. Right. And so she just sat and sang 
with this beautiful ensemble of piano, drums and and it was just, I can't even explain how beautiful. I, I was so blown away by it and moved but also lyrically there's some really interesting things. She's She's got a new album coming out that's kind of a story of one guy, which is kind of really interesting as well. She kind of creates these like landscapes and moods and the whole album is based around that, whereas Medicine Man is based around her kind of searching for meaning in, in her life. So it's very personal as well. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, there's a beautiful song called I Am. So that's one of my favourites, I think, which is really just about her idea of spirituality and being the river and the sea and the sky and I know you're going to hate this. No, not at all. That sounds really cool. It's really, really moving. Sounds like an amazing person. Yeah, she's a really, really interesting kind of unique person and she comes out and explains her music in this, you know, when you meet someone whose every word they say has been really thought about, (laughs) unlike me where everything just comes out all at once. It's so crafted in the way that she expresses herself as well. So, yeah, she's just wonderful and I've really enjoyed finding her music and I've listened to Medicine Man over and over again. So if you're someone who's into Joni Mitchell and that kind of folk style of um, singing, then – and Marvin Gaye, um, she is inspired by this as well. And jazz, there's obviously hints to jazz in the music too. So it's really layered. Anyway, I loved her. Terrific. That's my first Martha. That's oh you got a but you got a second Martha. I got a second one, but I'll save it because it's Let, your ready turn. To go. Wow, That's how we go wow, wow. in this show. Well, I've got something here. Uh, I've got a physical book in my hands, Claire. Mm. And you Ooh. might be like, "How did you get hold of that?" Well, the reason is, uh, first I'll tell you about it. It's it's called Gustav and Henry, right? And it's volume one of a uh, a, a series of children books, children's books, and they're about it's about uh, Gustav the pig and uh, Henry. Oh, they're so cute. And Henry Normal, who's um, Gustav's best friend. And they go on all sorts of adventures. This first volume has three stories in it. It's uh, one is Gustav's Space Pig, Gustav, uh, where he does an adventure, where they have an adventure in space because they hit a, sh- a shuttlecock all the way to the moon and they have to go get it and retrieve <laughs> it from a crab. Uh, and then there's Gustav Time Pig, where they have to go on a time-traveling adventure to return a library book. And then Detective Gustav and the Great Pig Day Mystery, where they have to find the mystery <laughs> of who ate the cake on Pig Day, which, and Pig Day being the opposite of Christmas. Now, this is actually written by Andy Matthews. Oh, we love who Andy Who people Matthews. might know from, uh, well, Twin the Think Tank podcast, and they do a, a, a sketch show, uh, Andy and Al, and uh, do, a, do a sketch show every single year, and it's always incredible. They also write well, for, with Sean McAuliffe on, on Mad as Hell as well on, on television, and he just messaged me out of the blue. He said, can I send you a copy of this? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I love books. Send me a book. Send me a free book, Andy, I said. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's it's amazing. It's really, really funny and just and really clever. And it's also like there are jokes that aim. I read it with our son uh, over a few nights because it's broken into like distinct stories. Like we did like one every like second night because he's like, oh, no, I want to like space this out. So like, you know, we don't just burn through them all at, all at once. And they're decently length stories. So it's kind of they're kind of written, as you can see, um, with this kind of their part, like like junior novel, part comic book, part oh, like picture which is story, just perfect book. for yeah. our son who's sort of that at that age. And there's just like there's wonderful, just like little little jokes and image. Oh, it's by, by the way, it's also drawn by our Peter Thomas as well. So Andy Matthews wrote he it, wrote and it, Peter yes. Thomas, or well, as he puts in the back uh, in his in his little description, Andy Matthews uh, who drew the words. And Peter Thomas, who wrote the pictures. <laughs> so, yeah, cute. it's just incredibly funny as well. And, look, I, I say, like, it does work on two levels because, like, there's jokes in it that, like, only a, an adult would get and jokes that, you know, a kid would find. But I also find there's a lot of stuff that's kind of, it's, like, right, like, it's just funny stuff that everybody can appreciate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just, like, 
strictly for like this joke's for an adult and this joke joke is for a kid. There's a lot of stuff that works like for everybody. One, like one of my favorite jokes in it, I can't even remember what it's in reference to, but it was something like um, it's colder. Uh, it was colder than a fri- than a refrigerator inside a refrigerator. Like just there's little <laughs> things like that, and it's just it's just great. And they have fun little like friendships. They have a fun little Aww. friendship, the two of them. Um, and Gustav is kind of like he's doing all like the crazy ideas and the big thinking, and and uh, Henry she's more Henry normal. She's more the kind of like the level-headed one, but also like like builds the one who has to build the spaceship when they can, when they have to go to the moon and whatever. It's just terrific. Uh, it's it's so it's look if you like I don't know like your kids like Captain Underpants or like Bluey for example or yeah even the Treehouse books. yeah the Treehouse books yeah. uh, you know the, kind of around the like a you know anywhere between like I don't know six and or twelve Ando, probably Ando. Ando. I'm trying to think of some books. more like international examples of that like. Uh, Ninja Ninja Dog, what's that Ninja Dog one called? Karate Dog, Dog Man. Oh, Dog Man. You like Man. Dog Man? Yeah, the same guy who wrote similar. Captain Underpants. It's kind of it's kind of like that kind of vein, but uh, yeah. it's great. And so Volume One is out now. I think that this came out like last month. There is a second volume on the way, but um, yeah, I cannot recommend this enough. I'm going to be. Oh, I'll have I'm to get the so... second one. Because and our son our talked son about it independently. It. He, he loved it. He was telling it. me all about it. Well, I said tonight because yeah. we, we actually we we we. Read the last one tonight, and I said to him, "I need. To, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast tonight. Could you mind if I borrow this?" And he goes, "Yes, but make sure you bring it back." So, Aww. so that was good. That's so great, and yeah. I love. I love the illustrations yeah, too. It's they're really so cool. weird. Yeah, they're in really the weird. best possible yeah. way, mm. like weird and surprising. It's just and really fun. like I feel like a lot of the times, like celebrities, and not that Andy's like a massive celebrity, you know, kind of guy or whatever. But I feel like they they feel like half-assed these books, yeah. or like they've got a ghostwriter. But there's a lot of this like if you've listened to any of his stuff or seen any of it, there's a lot of like him in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's completely. got a really distinct voice. It doesn't feel generic. It feels like very yeah, much very, from Andy's world. Yeah, and yeah. it's just and that's kind of I like how like strange and specific it is as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's as I said, it's like it's super accessible. So. Yeah, and he's been reading it a bit by himself as well because oh, it's also got like uh, word finds and stuff in it, and there's oh, like uh, so fun. and like there's a couple of recipes and and things like that in there as well, um, which are which and they kind of tweak them. Um, I won't spoil it, but but yeah, oh, you should definitely super fun. You should read it with him as well. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. definitely gonna do that. That's so yeah. fun. Oh, thank you. That's mm. an excellent recommendation. I love it. And it was free. Oh so my I goodness! That's for any, so if you just message Andy Matthews, he'll <laughs> send you a book. It turns out. So, yeah. Yeah, excellent, good. He doesn't mm. want to sell them for dollars. No, 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 he dollars. just wants to. Uh, just to send out a whole lot of free copies. Yeah. yeah where can you purchase them? Uh, it's, you can purchase it online. It's in um, um, books. Uh, let me just check. Gustav and Henry. Uh, so, yeah, it's published by, I think it's, is it Hardy Grant? Yeah, it's ha- published by Hardy Grant, but you can you can buy it online. It's at the Kindle store, but I recommend getting like a physical Yeah, because the colour illustrations well. are gorgeous yeah. too. But, yeah, really you can sweet. buy it online. It's like, it's everywhere. It's on like... Yeah. Readings and bookteak.com. I don't think it's on Amazon. Yeah. You know what I love about these types of books, right? That are that hybrid of illustrations, sort of graphic novel with the kind of writing, but that's a little bit more complex. It's such a great bridge for kids who oh, are yeah, at that totally. age where they're not ready for books without pictures yeah. or chapter books. And they're fun, but they also do push them because the language is actually really great. Yeah. It's not too simplistic that it's not going to 
kind of make them jump that little bit forward. And because of the pictures and how funny they are, even if they can't get every word, they can still be there and access them on their own. You can still get it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, which is really fun. So it's also on Booktopia. It's at Target. It's a big W. It's everywhere. Fantastic. All right, Gustav and Henry. Gustav and Henry. Henry I love it. Henry with an I. Almost as good as if it was called Martha and Martha. Oh, the no. Of two I Marthas. forgot we were doing another Martha thing. Oh, that's terrible. Don't say that name. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Yeah. All right. Excellent. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So on to me again. On to you again. I'm so excited. Okay, so this is the the week of alliteration for me. Because Why do you say that, Claire? Okay, because this potentially might be one of the best books I've ever read. Oh, what's it called? Today. A friend of mine, Jess, recommended it to me. It's called Sorrow and Bliss, and it's by Meg Mason. More alliteration. Martha Marlowe, Meg Mason. Wait, Martha I thought you said there was, Mar- was going to be Martha. There is. It. Hold on to your hat. Okay. The main character's name is Martha. <laughs> see the image of it. He's wearing a big Batman helmet. He's got a big spear. I'm putting you down there. It's dumb. Yeah, no, it is. Everybody so knows that. Dumb. Oh, no, some people take that very seriously. I know. I'm sorry if I've offended you. <laughs> it is very funny. <laughs> what I love is that it's so serious. Yeah, it's I know. So That's one of the things I love about like the Zack Snyder Superman or Batman movies. They're very serious. <laughs> And, I'm like, and, it's and like, there's a guy a in a bat suit. Yeah. It's like Ben Affleck <laughs> and he's 46 years old. He's screaming. It's really yeah. good. Oh, who, by the way, is uh, now engaged to J-Lo. Congratulations to them. Are they engaged? Them. Yep. Get the Congratulations fuck out of here. I did not them. see that. Yep, 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 yep. Wow. Late in life romance. Kind of mirroring that movie that I watched where she was starring recently. Is it, what's that movie? Marry Me? I talked, did I talk about yeah, that? Yeah, you did. Yeah. With Owen Wilson. I loved it. It's really it was good. Great. I watched that while I was delirious and sick. It was a perfect thing to watch. Okay, anyway, back yes. to the book. My book. Can I get back to the book? Please, uh, yeah. All right, so my friend Jess recommended it. And I literally could not put it down. I oh just, my goodness. it was, it was one of the best books I've ever read. So I'll just read the blurb because it doesn't sound like much happens in it. This novel is about a woman called Martha. Yeah, Why did that. you say that? Anyway? I got that, Claire. Anyway, she knows there is something wrong with her, but she doesn't know what it is. Her husband, Patrick, thinks she's fine, and he says everyone has something. The thing is just to keep going. Martha told Patrick before they got married that she didn't want to have children. He said he didn't mind either way because he has loved her since he was 14, and making her happy is all that matters, although he does not seem to be able to do it. By the time Martha finds out what is wrong, it doesn't really matter anymore. Is it too late to get the only thing she has ever wanted? Or maybe it will turn out that you can stop loving someone and start again from nothing if you can find something else to want. 
The oh book goodness. is set in London and Oxford. It's sad and funny. Oh, my God. It's just like Ben Affleck. Yeah. And Henry Cavill in that movie totally where they became is. friends. <laughs> anyway, so really that's the plot. So there's not a lot of plot. Her family, it's basically about her family who's very dysfunctional as well and her mother okay. is an alcoholic and her father is a wannabe poet and their house when growing up was very chaotic and she grew up with very close to her sister. And so a lot of the book is this kind of relationship she has with her sister that's hilarious and funny and her sister's probably my favourite character. She's mm. super sarcastic and that's really interesting. And it's clear Martha has a lot of mental health challenges and is a writer but is also incredibly funny and bright while also being incredibly depressed. Okay, yeah. So the whole thing Those two is, things aren't, uh, yeah, is like brutal, hilarious, compassionate and darkly funny. It's sort of blistering actually in its writing. It is a lot like Fleabag in a book. It's got that kind of feel to it. It's also just unputdownable, compelling, devastating, all of the things. It's so character driven. So every character in it is someone who is unhinged in different ways, but incredibly funny either on purpose or by accident. What's it called again? Sorrow and Bliss. Sorrow and Bliss. Yeah, and it's just it's just wonderful. And I just I, I, I cannot recommend the writing highly enough. And it just reminded me, you know how sometimes you read a book and it reminds you why you read books? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's a bit like when you watch a really amazing film and you go, yeah. oh, that's why I oh, watch films. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I just watched 40 very average movies Yeah, exactly. And then you read a book like that and just the, the craftsmanship and even just the chemistry between all of the characters, like the chemistry between Martha and – Um, Her husband, Patrick, who is sort of very stable and steady and sensible and she's kind of wildly erratic and often incredibly depressed and suicidal and also incredibly articulate and observant about life. And, yeah, it's just this swing back and forth between the two of them that's really, really just funny. And it also leaves you hanging on like very funny lines that just get thrown away and they're kind of weird Mm. and then you move on. I, yeah, I, I would just cannot recommend it enough. So, yeah, it's Sorrow and Bliss. I just want to give it to everybody I know. <laughs> oh, that's all, that's awesome. Yeah, it's one of those – and it, it's just so beautiful. I've got a quote if you want me to – Oh, my God, one. I love quotes. All right, this is sort of – You know yeah. what my favourite quote is, though? <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest quote in cinematic history. Oh, I don't know if I can read my quote now. God, I always choose such fucking depressing things. No, that's I'm good. Really, uh... Our review is about how depressing you are <laughs> that I got this week. What's your what's, what It's is... so fucking depressing. I just realised I'm, I'm looking at this quote going, God, this is so depressing. Nah, let's go. All right. Everyone likes what they like. That's right. Okay, and because I'm quite cheerful in my natural disposition, I'm, I actually love really depressing dark things, whereas you, in your natural demeanour, are quite you know, I'm horrible. Cynicism, cynical and horrible. Except you actually just really love laughing at dumb things. It's true. <laughs> so you know, I feel like I you you probably are doing your better. But anyway, here we go. Let's soldier on with my depressing quote, Martha. He said afterwards, lying next to me, mm-hmm. everything is broken. <laughs> wow, is that the quote? Is that the whole quote? <laughs> Fuck! Why'd you pick that? sick when I chose this quote. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me read it again. I can't get through this now. Everything is broken and messed up and completely fine. And that is what life is. It's only the ratios that change, usually on their own. As soon as you think that's it, 
It's going to be like this forever. Mm-hmm. They change again. That is what life was and how it continued for three years after that. The ratios changing on their own. Broken, completely fine, a holiday, a leaking pipe, new sheets, happy birthday, a technician between nine and three, a bird flew into the window. I want to die. Please. Jesus. I can't breathe. I think it's a lunch thing. I love you. I can't do this. Both of us thinking it would be like that forever. It's a pretty depressing quote. That is pretty depressing. You ain't kidding. I know. Uh, So. Actually, I've got a different one. Maybe I'll just read that. Sure. Can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. So wait, the main characters, this is Patrick. Patrick. Patrick and Martha. (laughs) 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 All right. So the context of this quote is that Martha and her sister are communicating only in photos of Kate Moss. Okay. (laughs) On their mobiles because. I, I do that. Not with Kate Moss. You know, when it happens a lot with Mason, like we'll mention somebody and then we find like different gifts of that person. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, go on. I love that. All right. So here's her in the car. I screenshotted a picture of Kate Moss in a fur coat, ashing a cigarette into a hotel topiary and said, I'm thinking about retraining as a prostitute to Patrick in the car. In the middle of overtaking a van, Patrick shot me a look. Okay. First, I don't think you're supposed to use that term anymore. Second, you know this house is in a cul-de-sac. They won't be for the foot traffic. I went back to my phone. <laughs> That's good. That's it. So good. Oh, Claire, gosh. I've got uh, something I quick recommend. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, I'm, I actually watched Upload Season 2. I watched Upload Season 1 in 2020. All right. This season is only two episodes. Remind me what Upload is again. Uh, well, that's what I'm going to tell, tell you. A okay. man is able to choose his own laughter afterlife after his untimely death. So basically he dies unexpectedly, oh, right? Lord. This is like that Black it, Mirror episode. Sh- sh- yes, it Where is that woman finds sh- her, her dead sh- husband in a box. Yeah. Sh- yeah. And he follows her around. Yeah, house. he's a robot or whatever. Yeah, it's creepy. It's a good as. one. It's a good one. It's got Hayley Atwell and Dominal Hulk Leeson. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so basically he dies, but it turns out that it's the future. It's the year 2033, and you can upload your consciousness into the cloud so you can live in a virtual Verizon uh, advertised and and where you pay them to live like in a virtual afterlife in a simulation. Do you know what I mean? So you uh-huh. live on your consciousness in an afterlife, but it's a conspiracy maybe. He was murdered because he knew too much or whatever. <laughs> so it talks about like – so it's about his life in there and also his relationship with people on the outside world who were still alive because he's basically still alive. Like his consciousness still exists, right? So I think this was like a massive improvement on the first season. The first season I thought was fine. I think I called it something like a not as good the good place because, you know, about the afterlife. Ah, uh, yes, yes, But yes. I thought season two was like it was tighter and it was funnier and it developed more of the relationships. Um, it, it, it explored kind of more interesting ideas. The other thing is it, it stars some people that you might know. Robbie Amell, do you know him? Brother of Stephen Amell who's in Arrow. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. You don't know him. No, I have uh, no idea. Andy Alo, <laughs> who's uh, the love interest, Allegra Edwards, and uh, Zainab Johnson. Oh, yes, I That's know. Right. I love Zainab Johnson. Yeah, and you interviewed her for your podcast as I well. I did, and she's really good excellent. Episode. Yeah. Thank so you. she's really she's great. So in just, great. I mean, everyone's good in it, but she's really, like, just really funny and just just kind of mean and, and biting and, and witty. It's just, it's just a, like, it's a, Surprise me. Like it's a it's just a really I've good show. I've seen it advertised on her yeah. Instagram and I haven't actually it, watched it. It's really it really found its feet. And when it was like seven episodes and finished, I was like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> like seven episodes? Who does seven episodes of anything? 
Uh, but yeah, it's it's good, and I think yeah, you'd have to watch season one. But it's, season one's not a drag; like it's still it's good. It's good, but, but it gets it does, much better. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Sometimes these things do mm. really need to just get there. Well, I, I recently watched Space Force season two, and Space Force season one is by all the creators of The Office and Steve Carell mm. in it and whatever. No, and we thought it was going to be and amazing, and it was fine. But season two, again, like like with The Office and Parks and Rec, yeah. massive improvement, way better. Wow. So sometimes, and I guess the difference is when you've got kind of a big property like this and you've got big names in it, you know what I mean, and Amazon are doing it or whatever and Steve Carell and whatever, you can, you do, you do get a chance to keep going. Yeah. Whereas often shows are just like, no, you're done, this crap. Isn't that sad though, yeah. actually, just it going back sad. to, you know, depressing Claire. But because back in the day there are so, so many shows take a while to find their feet mm. and because they've invested so much money in them and, you know, it's on TV, there's on streaming services, people could do that. Yeah. You know, so you wonder how many shows have been acts that actually were really great but just could needed really another turn. Yeah, yeah, needed a couple of seasons to I mean, find their feet. I get it feet. also. And often when people are like it gets good in the second season or you just wait till you get to season four, it's good. I'm like, nah, fuck that. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Seems so like a lot. That's why I haven't watched Star Wars The Clone Wars because it takes like three seasons to get good and I'm like, I'm not watching three seasons of that. Say <laughs> that much. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Anyway, Claire. Correct. You know what one of my favourite things that we do on the show is, do you know? Is it um, drinking kombucha? No, Claire. Is what it is listening something... to me recommend a very sad thing and then you talk about something set in space or an apocalypse? No, Claire, no. It's... What is it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's also people reviewing the show. That's ah, one of my favourite things. Go for it. So this week we've got one from uh, Tyron101 who says, Good Lord. Uh, five stars. Thank you. You can oh, just do it in app. That's yeah. incredible. Amazing. What a world. What wow. a world. We're talking oh. at the same time. I know. Um, we good, should be. What? <laughs> good Lord. That short story about the father has me wrecked. Oh, Remember that one you read yes, out? Yes, I do. I really like to get people you in that You've got feels. so many people with that. As a father, <laughs> as a human, tears streaming down my cheeks. Oh, great pot as always, et cetera, and so forth. Uh, it's from Matt uh, from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, Matt. Matt. I'm, I... Are you a professional model? Because that's a 10 I see in terms of reviews. <laughs> That uh, was. Also, I give your five star review. I 10 would apologise for making you cry, but also I think tears are good. I agree. Tears of sometimes good. it's good to work through your emotions, and I can think mm. like an example of that. I can you know if I can think of one specific example of two men working through emotions is. <laughs> All right, it's not funny anymore. No, it is. You pushed it. <laughs> that is. You funny. pushed it too far. No, I haven't. You've taken it too far. <laughs> I'm going to push through. It's going to come because out the other as end. As we've always discussed, you push your jokes and they become super annoying and then they <laughs> no, come around full circle. But, uh, that's what I like. I like it. <laughs> I like getting it to the point when everyone's sick of it and then when, then when everyone comes around, I'm like, I'm done with it. Inter- I'm done okay. with this. <laughs> if everybody yeah. else is enjoying it, I don't enjoy it anymore. Yeah, I'm, actually, I've noticed that because I'll be like, oh, I'll remember this and you'll be like, no. No, I don't. You've I do not it. remember it. Yeah. You've dropped it. Yeah. Okay, so... I have also got something fun for you, which is an email from a friend that you can do yourself if you feel like it. You're really selling it. I really am. All right, so you can email the show at suggestedpod.gmail.com with your recommendations, suggestible, or just to say hello because we love that. We love it. We love it. Just like Jason has. Hi, Claire and James. Hello. I would say the Tonties, but James' surname is Sunday or movies or content or something equally preposterous. That's right. Love you both in the pod. Thanks, Jason. 
I have a suggestible. Now that Australia is on the road to winter, winter is coming. Oh, my God, boy, is it. Oh, we man. We got hit fucking hard this week. It is a rain in. And that suggestible is for people to get vaccinated and boosted against COVID-19 if they haven't already. Oh, shit. You made some Good enemies you, in Jason. the real world, Jason, including right. us. We don't believe in vaccines. No. What? <laughs> don't even say that in a joke. Get boosted. Yeah. Anyway, for context on the rest, my name is Jason. We, we discovered that, Jason. Jason. we know. And I founded the first coronavirus charity in the UK two years really? ago. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. But my suggestible is less harsh than James's amazing Suicide Squad rant because I suggestible that people get informed and check out all the data themselves if they aren't sure about anything. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. In any country's data, find each peak in each in case rates, find the corresponding peak in hospital rates and deaths and see how it has changed over time. In the UK, I recommend coronavirusdata.gov.uk and ons.gov.uk. Mm-hmm. And the latter has done regular testing on the general public to give reliable data over time. Is it OHNS? Who is it? ONS. Okay. 7% of the UK I'm currently has coronavirus and at the January 2021 peak it was 2% of the UK. But our hospital rates are half of what they were then, which means that vaccine boosters reduce risk of hospitalisation by 80%. Absolutely, that is true. There you go. And he gives lots more information. Well, we don't need all the information. (laughs) We don't. But it's interesting. He said, in America, data varies from state to state, but cdc.gov is a good starting place. In Australia, I recommend Mm health.gov.au and covid19data.com.au. Around 485,000 people currently have coronavirus, but almost every adult has at least one vaccine and 95% of aged care residents have been boosters, which means roughly 1,200 lives will have been saved in the next month alone by vaccines. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? That is amazing. I agree. Death rates followed the same pattern as the UK, so this is in Australia, around 0.8% in October, and for the last 10 weeks has averaged 0.08%. Matching influenza because of boosters. Now is the perfect time to get boosted ahead of the winter season. Oh my god, what do you got, bloody stock in big pharma, mate? Jeez, get on, get on with it. Anyway, I think that's a great message, and <laughs> no, I think is. I also like this message because it's not just get boosted, but here's all the information, nah, and here's I, some really like, great places like for you to go and scream read at people that are actually solid references and not your own research from Facebook. Anyway, yeah, yeah, completely. So thank you so much, Jason, for your uh, lovely email. He says, your podcast and the other podcast that's more successful but sadly has more Mason. Ha, got him. It's true. Has been helpful to me personally and I'm sure to many others. So please keep doing what you're doing. Oh, and I'm a big fan of the spot-on Tom Holland impression. So feel free to just assume that's how I sound too. Oh, yeah. Claire, we've got to do something before we go. Okay. Okay. You are going to watch the new trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder, oh, whoa. and then so we're just gonna we're gonna pause this here, and then you're gonna tell people what you think of it. Would you like me to send you the link? Okay. All right. I'll, I'll come around and we'll watch it, and then we'll come back and discuss it afterwards. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh God! You didn't tell me this was happening. <laughs> No. Why? Why do I have to watch this? Because you make me sing songs. Oh God! Oh what? No, but now what if I don't like – so am I supposed to give my impression in real time? No, you don't have to give it in real time. I mean you can't Can I tell the people what's happening? No, in they've this, seen in the... it. They've all seen it. Have okay. they? Yes. Not everyone. No, I haven't bloody seen you it. You won't breathe it in if you don't – okay, fine. Do whatever you want. Okay, small boy running, very fast, getting bigger in the dumb hat. Oh, now he's burying his pick. Oh. I mean he's pretty hot, isn't he? <laughs> 
It's a good song. <laughs> who's the Who's the woman who grabbed onto his axe thing? It's a mystery, Claire. If you had read the comics, you would know, but you have not. And it's your, no, it's Jane Foster. It's Natalie Portman. Oh, I, oh, I love movies. Natalie Portman. She becomes Thor. Oh, uh, that's yeah, cool. In the comics Good on her. What did I love you think, that. Claire? It's not a thought. It's not a pick or an axe. It's a hammer, isn't it? No, it's the, well. It is an axe. He, his hammer was shattered, but it was reforged clearly because Natalie Portman is wielding oh, it. I see. He's okay. got a. Uh, it's his, his axe is called Stormbreaker, and I he see. had it built in Infinity War so he could right. defeat Thanos. I see Thanos, and he's it's it's a little like a rocky sort of like montage. He's getting, of getting fit because remember he was on, out of shape. Yeah, I mean, I'd forgotten last about one? that. Yeah, and now, forgotten. He's, now he's now he's trim he's again. He's got a little tum tum, and now he's tum. getting all trim again. Exactly. I mean, he's a very good looking man. You know what? A lot of people have been saying that. I just don't <laughs> see it though. You know. I don't, yeah, I know. I don't get oh, look, it. it's niche. It's niche. Very niche. Yeah, <laughs> maybe for some people. But... Chris Hemsworth. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Look. That actually looked really fun. Yeah. I actually am really into that. I was expecting not to be into it. Here's my normie take on it. Here mate. we go. All right. Initially I was like, Ugh, can't be bothered. I don't like the bashy crashy battles. I find it boring. Yep. I find what's the point? Everyone wins in the end. There's just a lot of smashing. Who cares? Who the fucking cares? Nobody does. Okay. Well, lots of people do. I don't care. It's boring <laughs> and I fall asleep. But that looks like I love a redemption story and kind of like a fun, let's not take ourselves too seriously. And actually it reminded me, that's why I have enjoyed the Thor movies Mm. because. Wait, how many of the Thor movies have you actually seen? I don't know, but a few. And Guardians are the same. I don't know. I've enjoyed that vibe. It's the Tiger Watiti. Tiger Watiti, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed his vibe. And I it was mainly the soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> really totally. Like that that makes a big difference, yeah. Yeah, so that looks kind of fun. And the world looked kind of fun and cool mm. um, and quite intricate. So I'm kind of interested to see right. it. Then we will Shockingly. See it. We will see it in July together. Maybe you'll, uh, you'll, get, you'll get through this one because you tried to watch Spider-Man No oh, Way Home God. and you were just like, there's too many fucking Spider-Man in this. Oh, I hate it. Too many Spider-Man. Everyone's <laughs> fighting. Everyone's, oh, I'm the octopus. I was the doctor. Now I've got a thing in my brain. I don't know who's that one. I'm old Spider-Man. I'm new Spider-Man. I'm Tony, Toby Maguire. Oh, Tony Maguire. I'm Toby Maguire. I'm, I'm here in a weird jacket looking pretty old. Yeah, that was the first thing you said. You're like, he looks old. I'm like, yeah, he's like 46 <laughs> years old. I mean, he looks pretty good. Oh, he's good for 46. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. Andrew Garfield, though. Just, I mean, I love him, but I rings, would mate. much prefer to watch him in a musical. Fair like enough. Tick, Tick, Boom. I think he'd probably prefer that as well. Yeah. No, that's not that's true. Like Spider-Man. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Could everyone get over Spider-Man? No, What's people going love that movie, on there? Billion dollars. I just don't understand. Okay, here's my hot. You take. need to have an investment in like all the other Spider-Man movies, though, as well. But I've he, watched most of them. No, I mean, you don't care. You don't care about. Tom I liked Maguire. the first version of the Tom Holland Spider-Man. I liked that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. And I like Zendaya. I just you didn't watch the one where he went to Europe on a little I European like adventure. There's too, there's too many. <laughs> there's too many, or I've said it. There's too many Marvel movies. There's too many. There's only like 22 there's or something currently There's too many. Out. I Plus have been talking shows. about Marvel movies <laughs> on the periphery of my life for all like 20 years now. And every bloody couple of months you're like, look at this trailer. Oh, it's come out. Oh, I'm so excited. It's another man in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have a little battle and then there's some references to comics that I don't understand and look at his special powers and then everything's fine in the end. Can I recommend to you at the very Oh, he's got some friends. They've all 
all come together it to go come together, pew, yeah. pew. Oh, ugh, I'm so sad. I think it's interesting. Everything's broken and the world's about to be taken over by a blue man. <laughs> but it's actually not. That's like every movie. There's a lot of blue men trying to take over the world. My mother. <laughs> my son's dead. Like, my mother's dead. My father's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. But there's a parallel universe and now a version of me has come out of the sky that looks like me but more like Tobey Maguire. And I'm Spider. You're Spider-Man. Everyone's Spider-Man. Where's Aunt May? Oh, my uncle's dead. I don't know. I hate it. I'm over it. There's too many. There's just too fucking many of these movies. I can't handle it anymore. My I, brain is actually fried. If I recommend fried. one movie I think you would actually enjoy, aside right. from the, the quote I've been doing, All shouting. Right. Why don't you watch the new Morbius movie? Fuck I feel like no. <laughs> right oh my God. Because Morbius. I, if you have to say Morbius one more unlike, time. Unlike a regular vampire. He's a vampire he, doctor. He's a vampire he's a doctor via he's... science as opposed to magic. <laughs> and if that's a very compelling idea of a man who turns himself into a vampire so through using stupid. bat blood and electricity or it's whatever. It's so happens. stupid. Yeah, that's a brutal movie to watch. God. But I don't understand. I, there's so many layers to that, that I, I think it's. Understand. I think it's evolving, though. I think it is in a period of, like, they're trying different things and kind of seeing and, you know, and I think it, it needs to evolve because of what you're talking about, that, like. What do you mean? The same movies with the same characters No, no, I think, it, I think it is evolving. And I think, I, I think, I don't know what it's going to look like, but it needs to evolve also because it will lose people if it's just like, you know, all these fucking things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they revolve, they've evolved the whole time. Yeah, some more But than it, you can't evolve away from the fact that they're all the same fucking characters. No, over I think and over that, again. no, I think that's that's unfair, and I also think that like you just told me there was like how many Spider Man movies uh, in total? I don't know, one hundred and ten. But yeah, like, exactly. But yeah, I think that the appeal of that movie is that you got them all together. But I think like outside of that, and it's like an okay movie. But like the idea of seeing those three together is you like, lost your tiny mind. It was really you fun got to very see. sweaty. It was fun. To, no, I did not. You weren't even there. You weren't even there. <laughs> I can imagine it was like when you watched the first version of that Superman movie and your hands were all sweaty. The Superman Returns. Yeah, that everyone hates, but you, but you loved at the time. I like. Well, I like. Yeah, I'd still like that movie, even though it's directed by an alleged sex criminal. Oh, ah, God. that's oh, fun. Man. Anyways, what fun we've had this I'm week. I'm sorry, I made fun of your movies. I don't give a shit. I didn't make them. <laughs> Let me sit not, alone I don't, I don't and listen to upset. Martha Marlowe and read my book about depressing women. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I Honestly, I'm like, I'm not, I didn't make these movies. They're not for everybody. It's fine. But I've enjoyed, the, see, the thing for me, right, is as a as just like a regular punter. Yeah. I've really enjoyed them over the years. Yeah. And I've really seen what, particularly the Marvel ones because we're paid by Marvel. I've seen. Yeah, I've right. seen. I've really enjoyed them. I got really invested in them. I I really liked them. I was annoyed that they didn't give more of the women their own movies, but yeah. they've kind of rectified some of did that. You Black Widow. Yes, I did. I really enjoyed I quite it. Liked that. I oh, liked we it about a lot. That. No, I liked it too. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I really liked Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman. I know it's not Marvel, but I really enjoyed Wonder Woman as well. It's it's just that at a certain point. How many movies is too many movies? No no amount of movies is too many movies. <laughs> anyway, maybe yeah. I'll come around to it again like your jokes. Actually, 
I tell you what, if anyone can get me over the line, it's a Chris not, Hemsworth. Well, mate. that's true. I was going to, I was going to say me, but like, but yes, also you. But yeah, no, I, I think you might like this new one. Anyways, let's go. This is too long. Collings it's has too to long. I'm so sorry. Thank you as always for editing this, Collings. We have been suggested podcast. We will see you. All the you links are below. On the flip side, we will see you on the flip side. And goodbye. Goodbye. Why did you say that Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.